0: This week on Deep Night and she held a foot long, beautifully polished quartz crystal in her hand and shouted to me, How could we have been so blind? Oh friends, hello, it's me, Dale Seaver, your host, your lighthouse, and your keeper of the mystic flame. I'm so pleased you've come to spend some time with me in the deep night. It's the moment where we both strip naked of our physical selves, leave a little flesh suit on the floor, or a hook if you have one, there's no need to be messy, and we'll soar into the astral plane together. Free yourselves of your worry and whatever tough time you may have had today. Or in recent days, maybe you had to jiggle a snicker out of a vending machine, or maybe you dribbled a little latte on your new merino wool sweater from Uniqlo. No matter. Take my spirit hand and let us journey together through this hour of regrets and revelations. It's 4 a.m. Most of the city is asleep. But spiritually, aren't we woke, ladies and gentlemen? I am so woke, you can tell just by looking at me." We come to you tonight, as we always do, from the foul banks of the Gowanus. Now, there's no guest today on the program. Instead, we have me, recently held as pleasant in a major media outlet. I have come to realize that my gift in this dark hour is my soothing voice, my calm demeanor and my ability to whip up deviled eggs on a moment's notice. I am the person you want at the party, folks. Invite me. We've had some serious times of late. I speak uh, about the recent election that has just occurred. Of course, I'm uh, talking about the appointment of Luke Tugger-Furmoil to the position of meditation leader at our healing center. It was our opportunity to build on the real successes that our previous leader, the beloved Islet Washington Lee, had made over the last year. But our little community fell victim to a conman, a charlatan. I told Galinda one night over some fresh kombucha that there was a snake in the Garden of Eden. And she rose, quietly, to the altar we've constructed on our room and board credenza, honoring the great deity of the hunt, "'Diana!' "'And she sighed while letting out a chant "'and checking her henna tattoos. "'She then moved quickly back to me "'with a rush of her golden robes, "'purchased while on a quest "'to find a particular rare orchid in India, "'said to possess the power to alleviate gingivitis. "'And she held a foot-long, "'beautifully polished quartz crystal in her hand "'and shouted to me, "'How could we have been so blind?' Yes, indeed, how did we, being so connected to what matters to people, to souls who have dedicated substantial time and money earned from being the person still alive after a rich loved one passes on, how could we have been this out of touch with the common man? This tugger, I can barely say his name even now, he won I'd guess by giving out free yoga mats with his slogan emblazoned across them, "Yoga gonna love it." Unoriginal wordplay is a real turnoff to me. Yoga mats are an expense. I admit I spend a lot of time cleaning them, trying to get more out of them. I use both sides. Glinda says I should just move on, but I bought a special brush, so I'm gonna use it. What a slogan, "Yoga gonna love it." The mat. Yoga, healing, dedicating yourself to locating ailments in another's body and then pushing invisible fields of energy around to make it better? I'm going to love what, Tugger? Oh, he sounds like a cartoon tiger who steals things. I mustn't hate, ladies and gentlemen. I'm trying to keep hate at bay. I won't let it in. I won't. But sometimes there's a pro-Tugger post on Facebook, and it just... "'Sets me into a tizzy. I, "'I can't understand it. "'Really, I know that Kenna, Blue, Raindrop, and Typhoon "'didn't vote for him. "'We talked about it over wheatgrass shots and opal staring. "'So where do we go from here?' "'I'm left wondering. "'I don't know what it means for me. "'I freely admit that this economy has been very good to me. and Glinda has been very good to me. "'But even before... I met her, I was doing much better financially. Things were looking up. You've heard my floor wax commercials. They aired during the Tony's. What a thrill. And sometimes they're on during morning programs, so I get calls from family members who watch daytime TV. God bless the older folks still watching television as it happens in real time, unable to figure out how remotes work. I agree there are too many buttons. But what are you going to do? This whole world is too many buttons. Buttons for words, buttons across the street, buttons for Froyo, buttons for ham slices, buttons for burrito bowls, buttons for Benjamin Button, and buttons for medicines, buttons for cable mergers. This is how you get a tugger. Too many buttons. I wouldn't be opposed to a slider. Sometimes you get a nice sliding switch to choose things. It's just hard to think of anything else, isn't it? I can't sleep. My appetite is decreased. So I try to do things that uh, take the mind off of it. I try to focus on my career, you know. some of the th- I-, I-, I seize every opportunity that comes along to me. I had fun recently. It's possible doing an IFC showcase. Oh, that was for the network. Do you know that? The IFC, I was joking with it because they have so many great uh, shows and things. I said, well, it's the If I Could Find It channel. <laughs> And everybody had a good laugh because I work for the company and I think they appreciated that but I think they learned something about healing too because that's what I'm trying to do it's no longer enough to be just an entertainer I found I need to let people in on the tools of healing and that's what we try to that's what we try to do deal with anxiety it's funny for that group of people because they had to be there. <laughs> I mean, they love comedy, but also it's just small plates of cheese and then stand-up after stand-up after stand-up. But, oh, it was great in the front part of the stage and then backstage. Well, that's where it was really happening. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Comedians getting together, just ribbing and joshing each other, you know, riffing on a on a just taking a word and running with it. Mostly they didn't interact with me, but I was watching and I kinda got a hit of their fun smoke, you know, second hand. Oh, I got some years on them, so it's easy for me to keep things cool. And turtlenecks help, you know, uh come come outward. <laughs> You know, the exterior shell, real, real calm. It was also literally freezing backstage, so that also, everyone, that was to the point of complaining. But Tugger is ours now. In January, he's going to begin his reign. Oh, goddess! I can't believe I have to say that. Who's going to go to his anointment ceremony? If he asks me to carry that tray of oil and triscuits, I'm going to lose my lower chakras. But I got to focus on the fun, don't I? I, I, I had uh, another fun opportunity that I wanted to tell you about. I wrote a limerick uh, for my favorite Supreme Court Justice, Elena Kagan. She's having some kind of an event, and a friend emailed me. He said, "I'm desperate for a limerick." Limerick. I thought, well, my gosh, I love, I love the law, I love justice, and uh, Elena Kagan. I have her poster, so uh, yes, I will give it a shot. And I got out my limerick book, and I googled some recent rulings, which was a fun way to spend an afternoon. I just went to town. Uh, I mean, it was fun. And what an honor. It'll be, the other person will put his name on it, and that's fine. Uh, I don't. It, she doesn't have to know it was for me. I don't need credit for any of it. It was just a lot of fun. And since I was kind of in the limerick zone, I decided to write one for Tugger. Your yoga mats were free, so you said, I'd like to wrap one round your head. It's really quite lame, the electorate you tamed into believing you had anything to offer, you hollow, muscle-bound know-it-all. The resistance is real. I took some liberties with structure. Toward the end there, it happens when I get a little angry. Junda said she had the best massage she's ever had with Tugger. I'll tell you the best massage I've ever had. It was with a Swedish woman outside of Gainesville, Florida. She asked if I liked deep tissue, and I said yes. And so she went deep. So, 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 so deep. By the end of it, I'm not ashamed to admit, I was crying. She released a lot of powerful emotions in me that day. So deep that I had to drive over to the Krispy Kreme before they were kind of a thing and just order a dozen classic glazed once that hot donut sign came on. I sat cry eating those donuts for as long as it took for that light to come on a second time, and I could refill. <laughs> oh, there aren't enough hot donuts in the world to get me through a Tugger administration. But could Ashley have done any better? She was superior in every way. She she, she wears one-piece yoga suits. I guess unitards, maybe, is what you call them. Very retro, aerobics, uh, uh reminiscent of that era, but also very fashion forward. That's just the way she is. You know, it kind of like straddles the timeline. Like in the future, we're going to definitely have yoga suits that maybe we just slide into or spray on. Not pieces. Pieces are over. Of course, what's the first thing the tugger wants to do? Make us all wear separates. Mandatory separates. I can't even One and done was Ashley's slogan, and I see why it failed to catch fire. But still, it was something I could get behind. Oh, did I ever tell you about Alaska? I went to Alaska this summer, right as it was starting to get cold. Glinda was meeting with some of the Inuit people there to discover ways to render artificial whale fat for vegan oil lamp enthusiasts. So I had a day to putter around. I decided to book a cruise through the glacial bay there. Now, if you're in Alaska, it's a good idea to see a glacier. We may never see them again. So I bought a brightly colored wool hat and I set sail with a boat full of strangers and some exuberant teen crew members and some ginger gum meant to calm seasickness. Now, don't tell Galinda, but I also heavily dosed myself with dramamine and I slipped into my mouth during our breakfast of reindeer sausage and fluffy eggs in the hotel restaurant. I love hotel restaurants. So drugged up and ready, we set off, and the nature that I saw, friends, oh, friends, nature is so beautiful. Eagles. I'd never seen a bald eagle before, really. Maybe once in Seattle or at a zoo or something, but zoos... uh, you're not catching the animal on their best day when you're at a zoo. Every day is a bad, sad day when, it's, when you're an animal in a zoo, unless you're a ferret, because uh, they don't have the capacity for joy. So uh, to see these majestic creatures out in the wild doing what they do, there's nothing like it. And we saw silvery sea lions and puffins galore and mountain goats clambering up impossible cliffs and the whale. "'Of course we saw a whale, three whales to be precise, how about that, "'all diving down hundreds of feet in that dark, dark blue water, "'the water that's there because the glacier carved the rock "'with its own weight slicing and grinding "'till there was enough space in the world for another to thrive. "'What's left of the glacier is up in the hills "'retreating further as the temperature climbs, "'and we all passed around a plastic cupful of the stuff.' "'the captain had retrieved it in a net from the side of the boat, "'tiny, fragile pieces of a once mighty form, "'touching it with our fingers, "'some plucking bits out and sucking them down, "'tasting ancient water from before we were born, "'as a species, as an idea. "'And the whale sunk down again and again, "'its great V of a tail waving, "'Good-bye, not hello, I imagine, but good-bye.' "'I loved it there.' It takes so long to, to get there and then so long to get back. It's a difficult trip. But one really must go. Oh, you must go. You must. It's true what they say. I did not see the Aurora Borealis, though. That was a disappointment. I wanted to see that, maybe have a little nip of some native hooch and let the mine go. <laughs> but I did return thinking that anything was possible. In the goodness of the world. And now what's happened is tugger. Everything's ruined. Oh, I had a CAT scan for my prostate the other day. That was uh, uh, fun. Everything's fine. Um, Just a little weird business and some pain in my loins that prompted a visit to my doctor, who looks exactly like Dr. Ben Carson, if Dr. Ben Carson was awake. Have you ever done one of these catch scans, ladies and gentlemen, with the spinning and the fluid they pump into your arm? It was not a good idea to start watching Westworld the week of a catch scan. I'm pretty sure I'm a robot now. Like, like 99% sure that I am now a robot. Which is okay, because maybe I'll wake up and Tugger's just a host gone rogue and he could be shipped off to the floor where the lights don't work. A billion dollars making robots that can successfully maintain a wild west town and they can't fix the lights. Get your priorities straight, Robert. Arnold ain't the problem. Like a trip to Home Depot would solve it. You'd be set. Bam, lights on. Westworld is what happens with tuggers in charge. How am I going to make it through this? It's honestly worse than when Steve tried to introduce tuba yoga. And like a million times more troubling than when Sanjeet started wearing that necklace made of molars. And that was really scary for me. Oh, I'll go on. I have to protect the ones that are less fortunate in the class. Weaklings like Terry and Mike and Dave P. We have two Daves in the class, so one had to get his last initial tacked onto his name. P's not a great one to have. Dave P. sounds like a command. A terrible command. I only hope he makes it through. I don't want to see him sent back to Park Slope healers and hoagies. And uh, the good news, of course, is that the catch scan was fine. It didn't turn up. With everything checked out, I have a piece of paper saying that all of my innards are unremarkable. Thanks a lot, Doc. <laughs> Here, I thought I was exceptional, but that's modern medicine for you. I went to a funeral. The highlight of my week, it was incredibly uplifting. Like Alaska, in a way, seeing true love on display. The love between two people. The love of a church for its pastor the love of children for their father. Reverend James Waller was a good man, and it was so important to be reminded in this age of Tuggers and others that good deeds are what matter, what truly matter. It's not the words that we say. If only a podcast could do something greater, but for now these words are going to have to do. But thank you to the uh, Waller family and the Providence Baptist Church for letting me participate in that celebration of life. A Baptist funeral will set you straight, folks, get you testifying to the powers that surround us. Well, what about... Me, what's next? Well, I'm going to soldier on. We've got some live shows coming up, so I will continue to distract myself with the only good work I know how to do. I'll be doing a show with our friend Leslie Gosko at KGB Bar. On November 30th, I'll be doing something for a mattress company. I don't know if I can talk about that. I don't think I can talk about that. And then on uh, Thanksgiving Eve, oh, that's a party night. That's ever I keep telling people I have a show on Thanksgiving Eve. Oh, that's a big party night. Never partied a single night of my, but um, it, it, we're going to try. I'm going to be hosting another live edition of this show. That's kind of a party. So if you're in a party mood, come by at 8 o'clock when my guests will be Michael Kupperman, Kyle Ayers, and Shalay was Sharp. Shalay was on the show before. And I had such a good time with her. I said, would come back. And she said, okay. And then we're going to have music by the one and only Glockabel. You enjoy the Glockenspiel? You will. You will after this. You Come on down to the Slipper Room, 167 Orchard Street in New York City, 8 p.m., doors at 7. Ticket information is up on com And I'm going to focus on that, and I hope that you can find something else to focus on. If you have a looming distraction that's causing you to um, not sleep or eat or fret about the fate of things, it's um, just... I know. I'm going to have to look at Tugger's picture. that hangs in the men's restroom. We always hang the meditation leader's photo in there right above the Employees Must Wash Hands uh, sign. So every time it's going to be, oh, I'll be using that weird hand, the, the blade, uh, dryer, and just there's nowhere else to look. I'm going to have to, you know, kind of move my head around and find some other place to focus than on his uh, uh, two uh, uh, beady little eyes there in the photo but i mean it's going to be around but you know what there's terms so who who knows he's not going to be there nobody lives that long (sighs) that's what we have that's what we have to hold on to life expectancy Ah, well, I thank you. You know, this has been helpful. I know this is a short episode, but I didn't want to leave you in the lurch. I know you look forward to hearing my voice every week, and I look forward to also hearing my voice every week. So uh, next week, we're, uh, when it's the Thanksgiving, I don't know when you're listening to this, but if you're uh, coming up on Thanksgiving, we're not going to have a show that uh, a time. That's when our usual shows would come out, so I'll be... Um, I hope you can get through Thanksgiving. My goodness, you may have some people that are kind of like-minded with Tugger and think, gosh, how am I going to get through this? But you will. You will. You'll talk about weather or maybe there will be some small children around who can distract you and you say, my, haven't they gotten big? And do you like school? And those kind of questions that don't really, um, aren't of consequence, but uh, can serve as a kind of currency for the anxiety riddled. Seek those things out. Uh, Drink if you must. Certainly don't drink if you're trying to give it up. This is not the time for a downward spiral. As the rest of the world seems to be crashing down, we need you strong. We need you able-bodied and not uh, diminished in any way. So uh, we support you in that. And I'm going to try and listen to my own advice. The thing that I say every show that although this night is ending... A bright new day is just ahead. Till next time. Deep Night is written and performed by James Bewley with production assistance from Harvest Works in New York City. Music throughout each episode is provided by the amazing talents on the artistic roster of Howler Hills Farm in the great state of Ohio. Deep Night Theme by Zach Gabbard, Season 9 Podcast icon and logo designed by Samantha Mash. Download episodes directly through DaleRadio.com or subscribe and review the show on iTunes. Also available on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Follow Dale on Twitter at Dale Radio or Instagram at Dale Siever for behind the scenes peeks into the production of the show and the life of Dale Seaver. Thank you to all the subscribers and supporters of this program, and thanks to you for listening.